You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Good afternoon, and thanks for joining us for another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. We're on Cannabis Radio, and I am Bethany Moore with National Cannabis Industry Association. There, I'm the Communications and Projects Manager. And today, we have a very special guest from Israel. We're talking with Saul Kay. Hi, Saul. Thank you for joining us for the show today. Hi, no worries. Nice to be on here. So it's it's nine hours difference from where I am in Denver, Colorado, and where you are at in Israel. Is that right? That's right. It's nine o'clock here at night, and we're gearing up. We, we tend to work a lot of U.S. hours. Oh, gotcha. Well, that that's nice. That's nice for you to make that adjustment. <laughs> um, so, so you're out there in Israel, and you're the founder and CEO of ICANN. According to your bio, your background, you came from the pharmaceuticals industry before you founded ICANN. Would you tell me more about your background and how you came to find work in cannabis? Sure. So I'm a a pharmacist. I trained uh, over 20 years ago at Sydney University in Australia. I moved to Israel and I opened a chain of retail pharmacies here and um, recently took uh, those pharmacies online and built Israel's largest online pharmacy. And Mm -hmm. I noticed uh, three, three, four years ago that that cannabis being a heavily regulated market uh, would have challenges uh, in the e-commerce age. And um, I'd been successful in doing that in a regulated market and thought that it would be interesting Uh, to have a look at cannabis. At the same time, my partner, Jason, um, the founder of, of, co-founder of ICANN, 
had gone through chronic fatigue for six years and we tried many of the pharmaceutical uh, and lifestyle options out there and in the end came across medical cannabis about three years ago and it completely changed his life. So that wow. opened my eye up to the medical benefits. And yes. um, together we've uh, gone out to build ICANN and uh, it's been a really, really fun journey for three years now. Three years, fantastic, yeah. So the mission of ICANN is to identify, invest, accelerate, and showcase, I'm reading this right off your website, <laughs> cannabis innovation for the global cannabis economy. You've kind of just alluded to that. So let's let's go a little deeper. Let's talk more about the work ICANN does and, and a little more history about the organization. Sure. So we uh, came along, as I said, three years ago, and I toured the world um, looking at cannabis. We went to the Netherlands, uh, Europe, and the United States, um, and we saw a very fragmented, hyper-local focused economy. Uh, yes. Israel was concentrating on Israel. The United States had regulatory problems across states, yes, uh, yes. even <laughs> inside states, um, and yeah. hyper-local doesn't work. Yep. And we saw a need to sort of establish a global ecosystem. Um, so we came back to Israel. And we uh, acquired the rights to Canatech, which was a small uh, little conference that was going on in Israel. It started with 80 people. Okay. Uh, we acquired it. And then we had our uh, conference last year. It was over 400 people from 24 different countries. Wow. Uh, it was described as the Davos of cannabis conferences. Um, and this year we're expecting over 600 of the best researchers, entrepreneurs, investors, um, in the cannabis space in the world. And we're, we're kind of unique because we have that world's perspective. And we saw early on that it's a global phenomenon. Uh, Australia, South Africa, Germany, Croatia have all adopted some form of cannabis regulatory change. Um, yeah. So, you know, we were at the right time and uh, with the right mission. Yes, it has really been an exciting time to not only see what's happening in the United States. As you know, we just brought on four more states in the U.S. for medical programs and four more for adult use, 21 and up. Um, I, it's it's amazing. Plus the other countries you've mentioned, Germany and so on, we're really making a lot of progress across the world. And the dominoes are falling. And, and what are the other phrases I've heard? The toothpaste is out of the tube and it's not going back yeah. in. Um, so even with the threats um, or the, the worry here in the U.S. with a new administration that – you know, will not be acting in the same way that the Obama administration acted toward cannabis. I still think we have the momentum, uh, the wisdom, and the strength as as an industry that's grown so quickly uh, to to deal with uh, the problems that we may be facing soon here over the next couple of years. Do you feel pretty confident as well in, in the overall direction or do you sense? Uh, I, I do. Um, I, I am hesitant still on, um, I, I go back and look at the gaming industry in Nevada okay. where online gaming was allowed and, and the cat was out of the bag. The toothpaste was out of the tube and no one thought it could be pulled back. And it was, mm. um, 
the flip side of that is there there is that global revolution and a social revolution going on right now. Yes. And uh, you can't ignore social media anymore and the lies have been revealed on cannabis. No one's going to say that it's it's a bad thing anymore. Uh, we can all say there's more study that needs uh, to be done. And, Certainly. Um, research, but, you know, that cat is out of the bag and it's very hard to put that back in. Yes, agreed. Um, and even though uh, Press Secretary Sean Spicer just recently, very recently, uh, wrongly uh, associated cannabis with the opioid crisis, I'd like to point out NCIA re- you know, recently put a white paper report out um, called Cannabis, uh, a, a viable alternative or solution to the opioid crisis. Um, so that white paper uh, flies in the face of what Spicer's incorrect comments were. And I think it's important to share that with people as we see across the United States, uh, opioid and heroin in certain communities and how cannabis is a exit drug, an exit uh, substance for people who are getting away from those more harsh uh, drugs uh, that they are addicted Absolutely. to. Yeah, Absolutely. and that are destructive. Anyway. Um, I think that also comes down to a changing attitude on addiction in general. And um, that's happening across Europe, and it's, it's happening slower in the U.S. Um, but addiction needs to be addressed differently. And once we can sure. do that, then it's no longer about the substance um, and we can treat the problem. Absolutely. And and I think what, what would underscore what you just said is the idea that addiction of these harsher drugs should be treated as a health issue rather than a criminal justice issue. And we need to be treating the person and their health and well-being as opposed to punishing them for using a substance that could be very harmful to them. Um, Let's take a pretty quick break here. Um, We'll come back and talk more with Saul Kai of ICANN. So please stay tuned. We're going to talk more about the regulatory framework in Israel, and we're also going to chat about ICANN's upcoming conference, Canatech 2017. So don't go away. Stay tuned to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier 
and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now about a game for your phone gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've been talking with Saul Kay of ICANN in Israel, uh, the group in Israel that's really leading the way on innovation and medical research in the cannabis industry. Thanks again for being with us today to chat, Saul. My pleasure. Um, so let's let's talk bigger picture about how things actually work in Israel. What is that regulatory framework for our audience who may not be familiar? And how is that different to what we see here in the United States? Um, so Israel oldest medical cannabis program in the world. It started back in 1996, um, where a patient petitioned the high court to use medical cannabis. It was end-of-life care, and the yeah. high court allowed that first patient to grow their own medicine. Uh, that sort of grew into a collective of over a 1,000 patients, and then the regulator said, okay, we need to do something about this, and they set up the Medical Cannabis Agency. Uh, there are currently Currently, 30,000 patients in the program in Israel. Okay. The main differentiator is that the patients are really sick. In order to get cannabis in Israel, you still have to go through regulatory hurdles. Uh, and it's not, I have night blindness and I'll see a doctor online and get a medical card. It's end of care for cancer, uh, even children for cancer, epilepsy. And cannabis is actually used in the medical setting. So it's used inside nursing homes. Clinical trials have been done here for years, and researchers have been researching the plant uh, uh, for many years. I don't know if you know, but uh, Professor Mishulam of Hadassah, um, uh, sorry, Professor Mishulam of the Hebrew University discovered the active ingredients of cannabis back in the 1960s. Yes, I've seen, then, um, yeah, I've totally seen a, a short documentary um, about that doctor. Mashuko, was it? Meshulam. Meshulam. Yeah, there's a documentary called The Scientist. It's, it's very informative and it's a, we've had a progressive regulatory approach uh, to cannabis for medicine, not for recreation. Sure. Um, side question, do you foresee Israel moving in the direction of more, uh, either opening up more qualifying conditions as we have started to do here in the United States, um, such as for PTSD, uh, or, or even moving toward adult use, recreational, we prefer the phrase adult use here at NCIA, um, happening in Israel, or is that not the direction that that you see 
things progressing. Uh, we're definitely seeing more more conditions are being added. Uh, we're seeing very interesting ones like autism, Tourette's. Uh, PTSD has been here in Israel for a while. Obviously, it's an issue uh, okay. given the political environment uh, in Israel. Okay. So we're definitely trailblazing there. We're looking at things like diabetes, um, right. and fibromyalgia and neuropathic and certain cancers already being treated here with cannabis. Um, okay. On the recreational side, uh, I don't really know. I mean, Israel just moved to decriminalize cannabis, okay. uh, which is a good move, but yes. I don't think, uh, not on the cards for now. Okay. Well, it, at least fewer people will be put in jail or behind bars for using a plant, it sounds like, if it's been... And hopefully, yeah, ho- hopefully fewer people will suffer because cannabis really has medicinal benefits and we need to uh, nail down how to get the most out of this plant for the most conditions. Um, that's our goal. Agreed. I'm so excited to to see the continued research of breaking down all the details, everything from cannabinoids, uh, whether it's in the acid form or the carboxylized form, um, the terpenes, all of the different um, parts of the plant and really understanding what they mean. And I I, I always like the idea of um, holistic therapy in that, you know, herbs and roots that we knew or have known for hundreds of years can help you with certain things. And now in, in the future we can we can actually put those under microscopes and put those into laboratories and see the why and the how as to how these plants help our bodies um so i'm fascinated by all the research absolutely uh so thanks for uh being part of that in in israel so is do you have any thoughts on the hemp industry the the non-psychoactive hemp industry and the possibilities there for everything ranging from food to fuel to textiles? Um, I do. I'm, I'm confused why regulators have not allowed hemp, just simply allow hemp. Just There is no issue. Um, yeah. If you look at, at medicinal herbs, so you have poppy. Uh, poppies can be grown. There's a certain variety, uh, um, papaverin, Yes. which you produce opium from. For right. that, you need regulatory um, oversight. To produce any other strain of poppy, you don't need a license. Go and grow poppies. Um, when you're coming to the age of normalization of cannabis, and that is one of the next steps, you can't have um, a differentiator in the law um, that says this is the same plant. It's clearly not, and uh, it needs to have its own classification under law. Totally agreed. And and we're still seeing a lot of imbalance here in the United States, I'm sure as you know. And and I I was entertained when I saw a year or two ago uh, hemp seeds were confiscated out of the state of Kentucky and then the DEA had to give the seeds back. <laughs> that was great. Um, so let's see. Uh, moving on. So the existing relationship with Israel and the United States, uh, as far as this cannabis relationship goes, as far as the research, in what ways 
is your country and the United States already cooperating together in the cannabis space? I don't think it's as much on the governmental level as much as the industry. Um, Synthetic pharmaceutical companies have been doing pharmaceutical discovery in Israel for many, many years, and, and they've pivoted to cannabis discovery in the last few years. Large agro-tech companies in Israel have a very strong foot in the United States. Companies like Netafim that do drip system, uh, drip irrigation systems, they're now also coming into the cannabis space. So okay. when larger industry that, that are already specialists in what they do are approaching cannabis as um, – as just another crop or just another medicine, you start to get real industry overlap between the countries. And that's where I think the potential lies. Uh, we also have a lot of know-how here in Israel, which we could transfer over to you. And you have a lot of know-how, uh, especially in growing cannabis, uh, specialized strains, um, boutique cannabis, uh, you're, you're definitely further ahead. So there is a lot of room for collaboration on intellectual property transfer, as well as um, I'm sure you know in the United States there's a, a strain called Avidecal uh, used for epilepsy that was developed here in Israel. So there are already commercial relationships that do exist uh, across the borders and uh, we're looking to strengthen those because if we can collaborate with the industry. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. The bigger this get, the more these technology or agricultural companies are, are going to come into that space. And that just breaks down all kinds of borders between countries and the global economy as well as we see these international companies coming into the space. So that's great. So we're going to take a short break here in just a moment. And I just want to thank Saul Kay for joining us here from ICANN. And quickly, Saul, before we take our last break here and come back to wrap up our conversation, would you tell the audience uh, the website URL and how to get in touch with your organization for more information? Sure. Um, we're Israel Cannabis. That's I-S-R-A-E-L dash Cannabis, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S dot com. Uh, or just do a Google search. I'm sure you'll, you'll find us. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back. Thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. 
PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back on this episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, from the National Cannabis Industry Association, NCIA, and I'm the Communications and Projects Manager. And today I've been talking with Saul Kay, the founder and CEO of Israel Cannabis, ICANN. Thanks again, Saul, for joining us. So, Saul, you were talking about uh, the upcoming conference, and you had mentioned Canatech conferences before earlier in our conversation. Uh, the Canatech 2017 conference is coming up here pretty soon, uh, March 20th through 22nd, and that's happening in Tel Aviv, Israel, uh, the focus being accelerating cannabis innovation. Uh, a member of our team here at NCIA, Curtis Stafford, from our development department, will be flying overseas to attend. I know he's very excited about it. <laughs> um, so your conference includes research and findings on the genetic mapping and important clinical trials happening. Uh, so what's next? What, what, what can attendees expect to find at Canatech 2017? So a little different to the trade shows that are happening across the U.S. You know, I've attended the the big show in in Las Vegas, you know, with over 12,000 attendees. Yeah, um, Marijuana Business Daily our, Conference, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, our, our content is really curated to give you an education in the cannabis space, uh, to understand the multiple verticals that we're dealing with, because on one hand, it's an agricultural product. Uh, on the other hand, we're developing medicine, and that has to cross over somehow, together with all the ancillary businesses. And what we really fo focus on is the technology that's going to drive the cannabis industry. So what's new in technology? We're seeing grow your own units, um, not like tents at home, but uh, advanced uh, sensor systems where you put a, a seed in and you'll grow your plant based on lights that's adjusted through an app. Um, that's one side of technology, all the way through to seed-to-sale tracking software, extract technologies. Again, we look at the intellectual property behind it. We want to see what's really driving this industry. Um, we've seen the lighting solutions. We've seen nutrients. Uh, we're looking at really what's next in cannabis, how to manipulate it on a genetic level, um, so that, for example, the, the plant can flower multiple times, not one time. 
These are things that have been done in other crops. We're looking to do them here in Israel with our expertise in high tech, in ag tech, in water tech, in pharmaceuticals. These are all uh, able to pivot into cannabis. And that's really what's exciting in Israel. And often I, I say Israel is, is very unique in that in the world, you normally have something like eight degrees of separation to get to someone. In Israel, it's a small country. Uh, it's only two degrees of separation. So if I need uh, a researcher who is in Rambam Hospital up north, uh, together with Professor Meshulam at um, Hebrew University, it's an hour and a half drive, and we've got the brightest minds in the world uh, together. So that is definitely an advantage. Fantastic. So, so the... The degrees of separation. If you if you need any particular expertise, you you've got a guy basically. <laughs> so what else yeah, is going on? Yeah. It sorry, go on. Yeah, so we've got um, some new vape technologies that are, are going to be uh, showcased at Canatech. Things that are uh, next generation in terms of their performance and their dosability. So we're showcasing innovation in Israel across all different sectors. Uh, including drip irrigation, uh, large-scale agriculture, genetics, pharmaceuticals. It's it's really the hub of, of everything cannabis-related. Uh, and uh, Israel is known for its technology prowess, um, and we have a lot of young entrepreneurs. We even have two uh, universities in Israel already have entrepreneurship courses in cannabis. So mm -hmm. it really is an exciting time in Israel for this. Um, and that's, that's why our premier event is here. Uh, we are also holding events in the UK in June and in Australia later in the year. So we are looking at the emerging market all the time. Fantastic. Well, for anyone listening who's interested in learning more about Canatech 2017 or ICANN, um, you can certainly find all that on the ICANN website and by Googling it. And we've been talking with Saul Kay, the founder and CEO of ICANN. So I thank you again for joining us. It's been, it's been great to learn more from you about what's happening in Israel and what we can look forward to seeing at your conference. And as I said, uh, Curtis from NCIA will be there. So if you, uh, if you see Curtis from NCIA... Be sure to say hello. <laughs> and um, uh, we're looking forward to hosting him and showing him a good time. Uh, we we really do have a different flavor in Israel, and we we try to highlight that as well. Sounds great, and I'm jealous that I can't go. <laughs> um, our, next, our executive year, next, year, next year in maybe, Jerusalem. Maybe, maybe yeah. our executive director gets to go to Berlin soon, too, and I'm extra jealous about that. I just maybe. can't. Oh, gosh, yeah. all this international travel. So jealous. Anyway, thanks again for joining us, Saul. It's been a pleasure. And uh, for our listeners, just a reminder, please log on to www.thecannabisindustry.org. Org and join us for our upcoming quarterly Cannabis Caucus event series in April, as well as our seventh annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days event in Washington, D.C. on May 16th and 17th. You must be an NCIA member to attend, but register soon. And then in June at our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, 
being held in Oakland again this summer. Thanks again for joining us. This has been a fun episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Thanks for joining us. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.